Welcome in to the PFF NFL Daily. Today, discussing another crazy week in the NFL. So, Sam, we're going to go through and figure out what's real, what's not so real, signal, noise, however you want to break it down. So, I'll let you start. After all of the stuff that we saw yesterday, uh, what's uh, what's the real, as the Iron Sheik would say? <laughs> Few things I think are real and not just crazy randomness from this weird week 11 of a weird season, just another installment. I think Buffalo does have some serious issues at this point. They were getting the same kind of treatment as Kansas City in terms of what defenses were doing to cause that offense some problems. Then they ran up against the Jets, and frankly, it didn't matter what, it, what the Jets were doing on defense. None of it was going to work. Their defense is terrible. So all of a sudden, it looked like Buffalo got right against uh, the Jets. But we saw them against the Colts. They did play that same kind of defense, and Buffalo's offense struggled, and then there were turnovers because of bad weather and all those kinds of things. So all of a sudden, Buffalo is no longer the team at the top of the division. They're now staring up at the New England Patriots with two games to play against the Patriots, who obviously are still coached by Bill Belichick, who knows how to craft a defense. Yeah, I, I was actually – so I, I, that was one that kind of stood out to me. I was almost going to take the other angle. I think the Colts uh, are capable of doing that. I thought the Colts and the Vikings were two teams who started slow during the season. They're on the upswing, and I think they're just dangerous. I think the what's real is they're dangerous, right? The, the Colts, the Vikings, two teams that can create offense. I, I like The Colts are scoring a ton of points lately over these last five or six weeks um, and just put a hurting on the Bills offensively. So to me, that's one of the two of the things that are real too. the Colts and the Vikings. I, I want to circle back to that in a second, though, only because of what you said about the Bills and maybe maybe the one week didn't really fix them offensively. And look, the Chiefs won. Uh, but I did want to highlight the offense scored under 20 points again. I know there's a missed right. field goal in there, but whatever. The, this was a one week where the Chiefs got right with 41 points with a Raiders defense, as we mentioned on the PFF NFL podcast, not following the blueprint. Well, now they go against the Cowboys, and again, it's not really the same explosive Chiefs offense. Um, you know, bad turnover in there again by Mahomes. So yeah, the Chiefs Chiefs fans should be excited, and I know the story this morning, right? You're going to tune in NFL Network and ESPN. They're all going to say the Chiefs have a Super Bowl caliber defense right now, but I think right now the Chiefs offense still remains a concern. Yeah, I think that's true. I mean, it's going to get lost in all this talk because we're going to be crowning the Chiefs again because they won. And look, the, the broader point might be that if their defense is back to this degree, if their defense is this good now with Chris Jones moved back inside, all of a sudden an absolutely dominant force, you know, if they're capable of stifling opposing offenses rather than just like not being a disaster, the offense doesn't need to get back to where it used to be. Like it can, it can still make some mistakes, and all of a sudden they have this kind of margin for error. So, you know, maybe the truth is somewhere in the middle that the Chiefs generally are back, but that offense is still not where it used to be. Um, another thing I think that's real and not just craziness from yesterday, like the Arizona Cardinals are the team to beat in their division in the NFC West. They went and had another win without Kyler Murray on the field and that's huge like they've won multiple games now with Colt McCoy at quarterback and this one was in the division against Seattle who had Russell Wilson back albeit you know clearly not 100% Russell Wilson like that is a huge game for Car for Arizona to win at the same time as the Rams are stumbling the 49ers maybe are getting right but they're coming from so far back like th this is the Cardinals division to lose yeah Arizona without Kyler Murray without DeAndre Hopkins again 
And it was Zach Ertz, you know, who led the way with 88 receiving guards, two touchdowns, one on the little shovel pass, and then the pass interference to seal the deal there, too. So all of a sudden, Arizona, uh, since week one, we've really been saying Arizona has options in the passing attack. We haven't seen that under Cliff Kingsbury. So all of a sudden, yeah, Zach Ertz, their their early season acquisition from the Philadelphia Eagles uh, becomes a pretty key one, right? They were not thrown to the middle of the field or thrown to tight ends early in Cliff Kingsbury's tenure, but they were, you know, with Colt McCoy, and now Zach Ertz becomes a weapon that they have there. So, yeah, I'm with you. I've been impressed with the Cardinals, you know, winning two out of three without Kyler Murray now. And uh, I think I agree that's real. Do you have anything that uh, that was fake? What's the fake stuff that came through? What, what, what should we not be overreacting to from Sunday? Um... I don't know that I would overreact to the Dallas loss. You know, we're, we're going to be writing off Dallas at the same time as we're crowning Kansas City. I know it's a couple of weeks in you know the last few where the, the offense has stunk. But look at the number of guys are missing at this point, right? Tyron Smith, I think, is the big one for multiple weeks now. But Amari Cooper's been down. Now they play on Thanksgiving as well. So it's not going to get easier. We might see another game of struggles. But no Amari Cooper because of the, the covid um, C.D. Lamb cracks his head on the floor in that game and, and is out for the rest of it. May probably miss Thanksgiving as well. So all of a sudden, Dallas, like all of these teams that started the season, and you're like, look at the number of receiving weapons they have. Four, five guys deep that they can still make plays. All of a sudden, every one of those teams has like been hammered on the depth chart, and they've got to go to number four or number five. Like Dallas's receivers are better than we're seeing right now. I think ultimately that will pull them out of whatever tailspin they're in. This Thanksgiving, be thankful for family, food, and free bets. That's right, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. They got a turkey day no-brainer that you can't miss. New customers can bet just $1 on any Thanksgiving NFL game and win $100 in free bets if either team scores a point. If Sportsbook isn't yet available in your state, you can still get in on the Thanksgiving NFL action. Make your first deposit and you can play for uh, free for millions of dollars with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Football Contests. And DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code PFF. Bet just $1 on any Thanksgiving NFL game and win $100 in free bets if either team scores a point. That's promo code PFF this Thanksgiving at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Restricts supply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call. 1-800-GAMBLER. Okay, I feel like I am in far more overreaction mode because I'm usually the one that says, whoa, 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 let's not overreact to this, but I'm reacting to all of it. I think it's all, I think there's a lot of real. So I mentioned real. the, it's all real. I, here's <laughs> what I mentioned about the Vikings earlier, right? They're real, they're dangerous, and I think they're dangerous because Kirk Cousins overall had a little bit of interception luck yesterday, but he's been super accurate this year, and I just think Justin Jefferson can take over games. And I think that's what makes things dangerous when you're playing the Minnesota Vikings. I think that is real, and they're going to be that team that everybody says, you don't want to play this team if they sneak into the playoffs. So I think the Minnesota Vikings are real in that respect. The other thing I think could be real, Sam, is the Tennessee Titans' offensive woes without King Henry. It was disguised. It was There was a disguise over the last three weeks because of bad turnovers by opposing offenses, good turnovers by the Titans' defense, and... I think it just came to a head yesterday. The Titans' offense has issues right now. Uh, here's the thing, though. I, I just don't think that this is the game 
to make that case. Like I, agree I know with it was you. crazy rain and all that right. stuff. I agree with you that they are, they have been riding their luck, which is why I predicted this game going down this you way did. on our you on did. our main podcast. That's the that's the first of a, a few uh, times that you're going to pat yourself on the back. I get it. Probably yeah, but. Uh, but like this was a rainstorm. It was a freaky game. Like Tannehill had four interceptions, which is not going to happen in most weeks. They only have one receiver, you know, AJ Brown. And they lost him at one point in this game. Like this is just, I just think this was a weird game. Like this was the perfect encapsulation of they went on this five-game run of incredible teams. Next on the horizon is the Patriots. Like there are big games everywhere, and in the middle of it is this weird game against Houston in a rainstorm where you're a 10 point favorite. I just think this is freaky and one that you chalk up to, you know, it happens. Now let's move on. Did you have any other real or not so real things that you wanted to highlight here? Uh, one more real, I think, that the Raiders are toast. Like that offense is just done. It's not, if you can't get right against the Bengals defense, you're not getting right this season. Uh, and then I would say the other real thing is. You you tweeted me earlier, sent me a message earlier today. Too bad the Eagles didn't realize they were a power running team, <laughs> you know, weeks ago. They ran the ball 50 times, Sam, 50 times. Yeah. I mean, their box score, it looks like a Navy out there. I mean, yeah, Jalen Hurts dropped back far, you know, more than four times a game, like an Army or a Navy team. But you don't see 50 carries a whole lot in an NFL game. And I think the Eagles truly have found their identity, tapping into Jalen Hurts as a runner. He had three rushing touchdowns, but... Design running game and then the pass game coming off that looks pretty real for the Eagles. Eight weeks. Eight weeks it took the Eagles to accidentally stumble into the notion that they were actually this dominant power run team. For the first seven weeks, they had been <laughs> operating under the illusion that this was a spread passing attack with Jalen Hurts just doing everything on his own. All of a sudden you play the Lions, you accidentally destroy them on the ground with your wreck it with your offensive line and from that point on they've just been pounding teams on the ground like honestly the eagles could be firmly in the playoff mix if they'd realized that from week one and just been doing that from from the outset by the way i uh, on the stuff that's not real i agree with you on the dallas thing don't overreact to the dallas stuff overreact to everything else though everything it was else. a crazy week 11 let us know what's real what's not so real coming out of week 11 it's a pff nfl daily